Milwaukee's 102.9, The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. Halloween is right around the corner. But it's not our first Halloween. We've had several. So, as long as there are people and events, things happen. And there are several ways people celebrate Halloween. Trick-or-treating, parties, costumes, getting together with other people, whatever. We want to know what happened. Because we have a $500 Steinhoffel's gift card that's on the line here. Um, And tickets to TSO, thanks to Manuel Motors. They can be yours if Brian reads your letter, your story on Halloween Horror Stories. Go to bobandbrian.com and send us yours. What do we have today? All right, plenty to get through. Here we go. My mom's shoes were covered in puke, and she was not happy. That's a hell of an opening line. It is quite a beginning. Yeah. It's like right out of the box with a hit. (laughs) The Germantown Fire Department was having its annual Halloween party for the local kids, and as usual, it was great. Three hours of free hot dogs, three Stooges movies, soda, hot dogs, candy, bobbing for apples. Fun. Hot cocoa, more hot dogs and games. As a nine-year-old, I was having way too much fun for mom to keep up. Did I mention hot dogs? Mm. When she found me among all the costume kids, I was having yet another hot dog. <laughs> when asked how many I had eaten, I told her I only had uh, six or seven. <laughs> this is like a 10-year-old? This is Joey Chestnut. Wow. <laughs> Nine. Yeah. I told her I only had six or seven hot dogs and promptly blew Oscar Mayer chunks all over her feet. The next day, I was too sick to go trick-or-treating. All I got was a lecture about overdoing it. You always overdo it. I wonder if those were her favorite shoes. hot dogs, and then... How many hot dogs did you eat? And that made... Well, and do you think it was more than nine? Somehow when you see your mom, though, you know how everything's okay? You know, like, mm. so you can launch? It's just, yeah. As a child of the 70s, my mom made our Halloween costumes to save money. They were usually... Good quality, but we're always uh, we always longed to have the store bought ones the other kids had. We would beg, but never got them. Finally, when I was about nine, nine seems to be the age, <laughs> my mom gave in and bought me a Woody Woodpecker costume. <laughs> yeah, it had the plastic Woody Woodpecker mask and a red blue vinyl onesie. <laughs> I was so excited the vinyl uh, uh, suit wasn't big enough to wear clothes underneath uh, for the oh. chilly trick or treat. They're always day. a little tight. I remember that. You, and if it were got cold and you had to wear a coat, there was no way it was fitting. Yeah. But I threw on a coat and headed out over the onesie. I guess. As I was head up the steps to another house, the crotch of my vinyl suit split, exposing my underwear. Due <laughs> oh. to the cold, making the vinyl brittle. Oh, kid. Yeah. I had no choice but to return home. My older sister didn't want to miss out on any treats, so she left me to head home in a lonely walk of shame. <laughs> she still taunts me to this day by occasionally giving me some Woody Woodpecker item. Hey, give me that Woody Woodpecker thing a new meaning. <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she writes the Woody Woodpecker laugh there. You can do it again. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the one. Um, oh, this is... Uh, we don't usually include Halloween and holiday horror stories, but this uh, really this has a little tinge. Oh, this is exciting! Of the same kind of yeah awfulness. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Family. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. 
We didn't have much money growing up, mostly thanks to my alcoholic father's trouble keeping a job. Okay, so... So my little brother and I took trick-or-treat very seriously. Essentially, it was our chance for candy for the year. We mapped out our best route and picked costumes we could really move in. <laughs> like ninjas. I'm Flojo, right. and you're Usain Bolt. <laughs> we basically ran the entire two hours. Loaded pillowcases in hand and exhausted, we sat in our living room and basked in our hall. We were allowed to eat a few pieces before putting it away for the night. At this point, our father uh, was working a second shift job, which was perfect so he could close the bars each night. Mm. The next morning, we awoke the house with our, our screams of horror. In the living room was a scene of devastation. Our father had come home after bar and raided our candy stash and passed out on the living room floor. Mm. At some point, booze and the candy did not mix, and he had vomited all over himself. <laughs> the candy wrappers and the pile of candy hadn't gotten, uh, he, had, uh, he vomited all over himself. The candy wrappers and the pile of candy he hadn't gotten to. Like a dog getting in something. Mm. Yes, and exactly then, like a dog. The, the real <laughs> strike for the third outline. Oh. Unfortunately, that wasn't the only time he destroyed our childhood. Oh God! Oh, Sorry, but so well, you know what? We ask for these. Yeah. We yeah. we we beg for these. Hey, send us your story. Yeah. <laughs> well, you here it is. The, here's my story. Here's the unvarnished yeah. truth. Holy mackerel! A few years ago, my daughters, who were 13 and 14 at the time, decided they want to have a pumpkin carving party at our house. This is from uh, the mom, by the way. I don't know if that's important, but it's from the mom. Okay. We know the perspective now. I, of course, obliged, and the girls got busy planning for the best pumpkin carving event ever. Ever. They coordinated Halloween-themed snacks, decorations, and researched the newest, coolest pumpkin carving ideas on Pinterest. The day came and the carving commenced. I was moving between the garage and the house cleaning up and refilling bowls, as was my designated role for the event. Things were going fabulous. We're going to have the best. <laughs> now it starts, right. Right. I th- I see blood. Every story has an apex of things going great. And then here it comes. Well, they wouldn't say things are going fabulous and then finish with, and we had the best party ever. <laughs> right. Things were going fabulous. We were going to have the best pumpkins in the neighborhood. That is... Until I heard a blood-curdling scream coming from the garage. Mm-hmm. I ran to see what happened, only to find all the girls circled around my 13-year-old, who was a mess of tangled hair and blood. You were right, Gary. Oh. Yeah, knives and kids, not a good idea. No, not a knife. Oh. She had bent over to direct her friend to drill a hole in the pumpkin. Oh, And her geez. hair had gotten caught in the drill. Oh, Realizing the drill was still moving, I reached up and yanked it away from her head without turning off the power. I don't know. She passed out. I threw her in the car. Off to the ER we went. Six staples and a three-inch diameter bald spot later. Oh. We had a great photo for a tech ed teacher to use in his safety talk on power tools. (laughs) Teachable moments, kids. And some of the best-looking pumpkins in town. Wow. Wow. I thought it was going to be those little tools, you know, those little mm-hmm. saws you mm-hmm. get. Those yeah. things are so weird and hard to handle, and they bend all of a sudden. Oh, boy. A drill. 
All right, we upped the violence just a little bit. <laughs> the following story is not only entertaining, it's also a lesson to all older trick-or-treaters that if you do this, you deserve the results. It was 1995, and I was a sophomore in high school. Halloween had actually already passed, and it was the weekend after. My brother and I got this fantastic idea to jokingly go to our best friend's house and say, trick-or-treat, and hopefully pick up some leftover candy. A little fun. Harmless. Yeah. It seems harmless, doesn't it? Seems kind of small town, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're a week late. That's but funny. Kind of go wild and yeah. say trick-or-treat when it wasn't trick-or-treat. We succeeded in our venture. As my brother and I munched on the candy, our friend got uh, this great idea to put on some masks that were still laying around and continued to go door-to-door trick-or-treating. Keep in mind, we picked up more friends along the way, and now we had a group of seven high schoolers. Most of us uh, were six feet tall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh we all had old masks on or put paper bags over our heads to disguise ourselves. We did get some candy and a few get-off-my-lawns. We came up to one house and uh, where we hoped to pick up another friend. It was now around 10 o'clock at night. Oh, man. We rang the bell and waited patiently. The door cracked open, and there was a long pause, and we heard a female voice say, Josh, get the gun. <gasps> <laughs> We thought they were actually tricking us, considering Uh we knew who Josh was. Then the voice repeated, Josh, get the gun. I suggested to the group, they aren't playing and we need to run. (laughs) All of a sudden, a man came to the door with a 12-gauge shotgun and started shooting blindly in our direction. What? He was actually pulling the trigger? We all scattered like roaches and ran home. No one was hurt, thankfully, and after such a stupid stunt, we never spoke of the incident again. Did we call Josh? Did we call the cops say, and say, hey, we were, hey, there's this dude who was just firing randomly at us? Yeah, but you're like a mob appearing with masks on someone's doorstep I'm, at 10 o'clock and you're all six feet tall. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. shooting. There's a Paper lot of bags. fault. There's a lot of fault here, Carrie. Oh. I, I understand. <laughs> and they didn't say what they were up to. Right? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Josh, I like the way she instantly said, get the gun. <laughs> Josh, get the gun, and he got, and it was ready to go. It was probably leaning there by the front door. And the umbrella stand. Some of the guys in the back of the pack go, "Get the gun!" (laughs) Right? Hey, let's get out of here. He's not kidding. Start running. All right, one more. Yeah. We used to participate in a raucous nighttime trick or treat in our subdivision. Being a little wild, it was not uncommon for the participating households to ask the adults if they wanted jello shots or a cup of uh, beer. Sure, been there. <laughs> One year, my sister got a little tipsy, and while making the round, she lost sight of her son in his Darth Vader costume. She decided, loudly yelling his name, Joey! Joey! <laughs> <laughs> Might be the way to find him. After this didn't work, she started to get a little panicky, and when she saw... Darth was two houses ahead on the porch getting candy. She swooped in. She grabbed him by the arm, led him to the sidewalk, the whole time sternly chastising Joey for not staying with the group. Oh, she asked him if he understood, and finally the Darth mask lifted, and a mm-hmm. scared little boy yep. uttered in a shaky, high-pitched voice, <laughs> I'm not Joey, I'm Ben. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Saw that coming.
Red-faced and horrified, oh. my sister quickly apologized and released her captive as the be- uh, rest of the group howled in laughter. <laughs> but Ben wasn't laughing with the laughter, howling with laughter. Every Halloween, it's an easy tease to bring up the Ben story. No word as to what happened to Joey. He's just totally wow. forgotten. We never found Joey that we never night. We found him, yeah. but we laughed every time.